you sell a CO, the other guy is selling a CO, 5,000 other people are selling a CO, 1 million people are selling website building, you get solicited on LinkedIn every day for leads. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the High Level Spotlight Sessions, where we showcase awesome marketers doing awesome marketing. Today, I'm joined by Itamar Shafir. He is the founder and CEO of Umbrella, which powers thousands of agencies around the world with fulfillment services. Itamar, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, thank you, Chase. Happy to so be here. Thousands of agencies. You guys have to have been doing this for a while now. Yeah, we, we've been actually doing it for about four years uh, because we're a spinoff of, uh, of another company I had with my partners. So okay. Let's say eight years if you count the before spinoff. Uh, yeah, we've been doing it for a while, uh, working with awesome vendors on our platform and uh, it's working and really well for our members. Yeah. Was that prior business an agency? How did you get into the agency fulfillment business? Wow. So I actually, my first company when I started in 2003, as you can see by the white hairs here, uh, I have some mileage, uh, was I did start a marketing agency. That was my business. After the military, I went uh, and started a marketing agency. I had it for uh, almost seven years, but me and my partner always wanted to do product. And we were much more geared towards development, even in the agency. And then when Facebook came, we started doing people, I don't know if people remember it, but it was hard doing advertising on Facebook. You had to do a preferred, a preferred, uh, a, a PMD for marketing uh, developer. And then uh, we started creating apps. And then we basically built a format, which was an automated platform for small businesses, like a Marketo or HubSpot, but much okay. more automated for small businesses. And doing that, we started working with a lot of mainstream resellers big resellers. And one of the resellers that we started working with was a company I had no idea existed called Really Successful. <laughs> after, after that, they be, you know, the, the founder that became my partner. And they were doing something amazing. They were working just with, with uh, gig economists. We're talking about like 10 years ago. Uh, and they were basically bundling products and selling them as business opportunities to a lot of gig economists that wanted to go into the digital marketing game or online game and start their own digital marketing business. And, you know, for me, I was looking for the, you know, the big folks that wanted to work with Centra, with Intuit, with people who can, you know, everybody knows those companies that can, and I didn't really give Mm -hmm. it some thought. And then in like a week, after we started working with them, which was an introduction from our, from our investor, uh, they got like, they created like $250,000 in one week for us. And we were early startup. I'm talking about the days where you have to fight for every account. I went on calls myself, every $200 matter. And I was blown away. And right then and there, I knew that that's something I want to be part of. So after a former was acquired, I actually joined him at his company. He mentored me for like a year and a half and helped me start Umbrella. And that got me into basically helping entrepreneurs build the marketing agency. Interesting. Because when I got started, it was very tough doing it alone. For sure. It's yeah. Much easier. Yeah. Well, let's talk about, so you mentioned uh, before the show, before we started recording that you, over the course of 
four years and thousands of agencies that you've worked with, you see basically two main challenges when an agency comes to you. Getting clients and then challenges related to the fulfillment. I'd love to start with the challenge of getting clients because I think that's really the, the first hurdle you need to get over, right? If you're not getting clients, you're not going to have an agency for very long. But I've never really heard of a fulfillment services company helping with the, the, the front end of actually getting clients. So how do you guys do that for the agencies that you work with? So we have a call center and we have an SDR service. Uh, we started from the fulfillment side. The idea of umbrella is basically, well, I'll structure it and then I'll also answer your question. Sure, there, sure, sure. It, there is a platform uh, via which you can resell third-party marketing services and markup. Okay. And the idea is that a lot of very quality vendors out there only want to work with big agencies that can commit to high, uh, make high sales commitments. Okay. We kind of come in as like an aggregator and bulk buy on behalf of a lot of small agencies, reducing mm -hmm. the wholesale cost. Now they're getting the same wholesale cost like a big agency working with a very quality vendor that usually would not work with them. And everything is seamless via the platform. We stay back from uh, outside the fulfillment being very objective and picking the right vendors for our members and we're taking basically a small fee every month for access to the platform. Hmm. Then we said, okay, a lot of our members are very small agencies and a lot of our members in recent years are complete newbies. We're talking about people that are ex-corporate usually, many times 40 plus, uh, starting a second or third career, getting into marketing. They have some marketing and, and sales affinity but they haven't, they never been an entrepreneur, never tried to go after clients themselves and they get stuck a lot. Like you have a ton of training on prospecting and a ton of tactics from everything from starting from the small network that you have and how to capitalize in it to how to do LinkedIn marketing and email marketing. And you guys know it because your system does it all the time, uh, help people uh, with the prospecting process. But the prospecting is the hardest stage in sales. I think, uh, I forget, I think it's HubSpot that recently uh, released a report in 2021 about uh, they interviewed a ton of uh, salespeople and asked what's the toughest uh, stages in sales and prospecting was the number one. Mm -hmm. Not because it's tough, it's because it's amazingly time consuming. Sure. So you have two things that are amazingly time consuming. One is, finding the client. And then it takes a ton of time to fulfill as well. If you need mm -hmm. to build a website, if you need to do SEO, so much goes into it. So if you have the ability to kind of say, okay, I'm going to buy appointments from somebody and I'm going to buy fulfillment from somebody, I'm still going to keep 50% margin and more. And that's critical, especially for small agencies sure. that don't understand it. If you're making 20% margins, you're just expediting your business death. Uh, <laughs> really, there is no point in continuing that. So you really have to insist on that. And to get good pricing, you have to have good buying power. And they usually don't. So we said, okay, we're going to help the wound fulfillment. And then we saw so many people are not selling because of that issue, even though they're buying into the platform and they want to fulfill and they want to sell these wonderful services, they're not getting clients. We see the numbers. Sure. 
So we said, okay, we really have no choice. After trying to buy them leads from a lot of different resources, we said, we'll just open our own call center with our own methodology and we'll generate leads for them. And then bigger agencies came and said, look, we want a specific funnel. So we started an SDR service just for them, a sales development representative that is dedicated to what to their specific needs because a call center generates appointments for everybody, the same type of appointments. Um, and I think- and What is know, the difference? How would you, t- take me a little further with SDR. That's the first time I've heard that term. What, what differentiates that from what you were doing before, just a general call center? So a general call center will work on, everybody are basically using the same script. They're cold calling businesses or call, calling after they raise their hand to an email sequence. And the email sequence is the same. The uh, calling and proposition is the same. And the type of appointment is the same. We use a specific tactic we call PR revenue tactic. It has a specific way about getting into that appointment, building your authority on the appointment, creating the sales drafts in the appointment, and then making the sale. And it's the same appointments for everybody. You can't say, okay, I want to get niched and go just after dentists. You can't say, no, 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 I, I, I have a specific product that I want to sell, uh, not from Umbrella, let's say, mm-hmm. that has a specific funnel and a specific uh, script to it. You can't because everybody are using the same script. So for those agencies or agencies that just need a, a lot of influx of leads and it's uh, of a specific type because they have salespeople, you just get a sales development representative that it, we basically... We, we call them sales bots. You get the person who's making the call, the QA manager who is listening to all the calls, the trainer who is working with the QA manager to optimize the caller. The, the, the sales part is critical. Mm-hmm. You either outsource it or you have to do it yourself. And listening to all those calls, again, it's, it's not for small agencies. <laughs> and, or even medium ones, it's just a waste of time. If you're a creative person, if you're a good marketer, Advise your clients. Don't waste time on listening to calls. And, and that's the difference. And then the agency can say, okay, I'm going just after loan officers with this specific script. And I want these three touch points. And that you can get with the SDR. You can do whatever you want. It's your Got SDR. It. We just manage and optimize the SDR for you. But it's your person being managed by us. Uh, it was actually our first step from SaaS into services, human services we actually provide uh, hmm. to our members. That's interesting. But the SDR is supplied by you or you have to bring the person? We are supplying the SDR. We're in charge of recruiting them. Uh, we are in charge of training them. We do their time tracking. We record their calls. We provide the number. Uh, we have the dialer. It's completely hosted. But the agency can decide either to use our script, that's completely fine, or to come up with their own methodology, own scripting, and test how much, however and how much they want. And what is it? I'm sure it's different for every industry and every SDR, but can you give us an idea of the cost per, do you pay per booked appointment? Is that how the model works or is it a flat fee? So we have two models with SDRs. SDRs, uh, you can have a flat fee. 
And when you're starting out, that's usually suggested. suggested. Uh, so it's either $3,000 for one SDR, and that includes everything, the QA manager, the trainer, the SDR, all the tools, the calling, everything, or $2,500 for two or more SDRs, $2,500 per SDR. Got it. If you are, if been in the lead generation game for a long time, and you have bigger lists or bigger influx of leads, we have a different way of working with those companies. They can still opt to work, you know, on, on a flat fee, but we prefer uh, paper call plus, um, plus paper appointment. So we charge 75 cents for a call and then $25 for a showed appointment. And the client says if the appointment showed up. Mm-hmm. So it's easier because if they generate uh, fresh leads all the time or they have a database that we checked and, and acknowledged to be pretty much active, then we already know we can come in and generate a lot of appointments for them. Uh, with agencies, it, we, it usually goes more into the flat fee. We we only saw, you know, we're seeing the, the paper result more from bigger online marketers, people we affiliate with, uh, those types of clients. I could see an agency that has a really good uh, organic presence, like our old agency. We just had incoming leads all the time from our rankings. So in that, that might be a good model for the paper because it's a steady flow of leads. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. But it needs to be uh, pretty meaningful. Gotcha. Cool. Now talk to me about the services. I mean, it's always a different... Uh, I mean, I figure, or I feel like every time I talk about services, it's handled in a different way, right? When we're talking about fulfillment, is this, hey, you know, it's either we don't get on calls with clients, so you need to project manage the services that we're fulfilling, or no, we need to handle the whole thing and you need to kind of get out of the way. Which methodology do you guys go with? We go with, you need to be the project manager. We do everything else. Uh, it's very important for us because we basically see it as the only thing, or I would say the main focal point for small agencies to focus on it, in my opinion, uh, after seeing all the data is be the best marketing advisor you can. We'll get you the leads. We'll get you in front of people. We'll do good fulfillment for you. We'll be a quality product. It will be good price and you'll get a high margin. But you need to know once you get on that call, what to advise them on. Yeah. Focus on that and relationship building and understanding their real needs and understanding when to upsell, when to bundle, what else do they need in what stages, care about them, make that focus, and we'll, we'll help you with everything else. We got your back. Uh, so if, if we also do the project management, it's just one step away from just putting salespeople in our call center and becoming a full agency. Yeah. Um, which is, it goes against the entire idea, you know, I start with and also my partners, which is we want to empower entrepreneurs. We don't want to take their place. Um, it's, it's also a different business model completely, if, you know, you, you, yeah. you know this. Um, so so no, I like that. Clear. It's pretty clear. I think for it, young entrepreneurs who are basically salespeople, like I could see someone who's like, I just really want to focus on selling. The other method of like you do the project management and fulfillment makes sense. But if you're an agency entrepreneur, 
I like the model that you guys run because it, it goes with this sort of metaphor that I love, which is becoming the digital general manager, right? Like if a building is being built, they are a general contractor, right? They hire this, this person who's in charge of going and getting all the, you know, the electrician, the, the plumber, the whatever, and they, they manage those folks. And if one of them's not doing a great job, well, then they'll replace them, but they themselves never get fired. Right. And I think that's what you're talking about is become that digital general contractor that the business, the client trusts to bring in great folks to get the work done, but they need to know the strategy. Like and you mentioned, you know, timing is very important, right? So in yeah. my experience, that's really true. It's like, hey, you're a brand new business, right? The idea that we're gonna organically rank you for free leads, that's not gonna happen right away. So we need to be running an ad strategy, but also planting the seeds to get your rankings going so that in a year or two, we can dial back your ad spend because you'll have this new influx of organic. And so it is a lot of timing, but I love the idea having done all of that of not being the doer, just overseeing the doers and focusing on the strategy with my client. And exactly. It, it seems That's like you, it would be great to have a team behind me knowing that like, you can just say, oh, okay, you know, in two or three months, based on how the numbers look, here's what we're going to do. And just focus on that. Because then the pressure's off of you of like the ad performance, right? If the ads are not working, you can go find another ad supplier. But I love that idea. Is that right. sort of what you guys see? Completely. Um, I, I think I think it's critical. And you immediately said the example that you gave, I think, was was excellent. Uh, a business starting out doesn't have any authority. Nobody knows about them. Have zero branding. Okay, let's do SEO for you. Fine. But you know, that's not, you know, that's not the right tactic. Yeah, I can sell you that, but that's not the right way to go. If you're a marketer and you've been trained and we have like 300 hours worth of marketing training mm. on the system to train them on all these things, mm -hmm. then that's your job. That's your job. You need, you need to know what to do. Now that your second job is to find really, really good folks that can deliver on what you promised. Right. And that's super tough uh, in of itself. And that's why you have us. Like that's why Umbrella exists. We also found uh, that it's easier, at least with smaller clients, to have products, to have services productized. Already mm -hmm. have them some sort of suggested bundle price around them. Uh, mm -hmm. So it won't be completely open-ended. Uh, we teach them the three-month pilot tactic, you know, let's do X amount for three months. Three months is something a client can contain uh, and then entertain and then understand uh, that that's okay for them. Three months, not a big risk. Uh, we also try very much to find services or even craft with our vendors offers that have a very strong, unique selling proposition. Mm. I think one of the main issues that I see in the market today is how do you break the noise? There, there are two ways to break. You sell a CEO. The other guy is selling a CEO. 5,000 other people are selling a CEO. 1 million people are selling website building. You get solicited on LinkedIn every day for leads. Mm -hmm. Who's doing, like, what's the difference? The client yeah. is asking themselves. And trust is going down because the amount of people that are not super professional goes up. Or even if they are professional, nobody knows. It seems like a, a, an endless stream of, of solicitation. So there are two ways to basically differentiate yourself. One is creating a super brand, but that takes a lot of time and money. 
you can find agencies that serve small businesses today. You can search for them. Uh, that have very good brand. They've been around for years. But for most people, small agencies, they don't have a super strong brand. They have a limited, maybe local, maybe locally some people know about them, but very limited. So they need to come with a very special offer. So for example, we don't do SEO. We do paper rank. Uh, we tell our members to say, we'll get you on the first page of Google or you don't pay a dime. And that's the offer. So when you come with that offer and the business says, okay, uh, you know, a lot of people suggested that I do SEO, but you're saying if I'm not on the first page of Google with the keywords that I choose, I'm not paying you. And our members say, yes. And then they say, okay, let's talk because it sounds different. It is different. And you're, you know, we're taking on ourselves most of the risk for you, the client it changes the conversation. We do the same thing with uh, with our uh, chat. And you box. guys offer yeah. that? I was going to say, isn't that a big risk to you if you're allowing your partner to make that pitch? You guys are essentially doing the work on spec, hoping that you succeed. So then your partner can then charge no. them. So we have, a, we have once, once the client is interested, we uh, sign a 12-month agreement. Okay. The 12 months agreement already has a price, retail price bit built into it. Once we rank even the first keyword, we start getting paid. Gotcha. If, if we fall out of ranking, we're not getting paid. The idea here is that we get them on many as many keywords ranked as fast as possible because we want to rank them on 20, 30 keywords. We don't want them to buy just 10. Sure. Uh, so, and we usually rank on by the third month. Uh, if it's a client that looks horrendous, we might say to the member, you know what, let's just pass on this one uh, and, you know, take it from let's, us. Just let's leave focus that on one selling alone. Google ads to this client. <laughs> <laughs> leave that but one alone. But 99% That's pretty cool. We... I mean, that's honestly pretty interesting. If I'm, if I'm a younger agency entrepreneur, that's a pretty strong pitch. And if you guys are willing to be the backers of that, because it sounds like you can, you're confident and you've worked with enough businesses that you know around three months we're going to get this ranked, that's a pretty strong pitch. I mean, that'd be hard for a business owner to say no. It's hard. It's hard for a business owner to say no. We rank super fast. We also tell our members to choose uh, a mix. We usually sell bundles of 10 to choose a mix of keywords. And don't go, I know the client wants just a super high volume ones. Sure. Uh, no, do a mix of three easy ones like long tail, three medium volume and three high volume. The long tail will rank first. It will help the medium volume rank and it will help the high volume rank afterwards. So you also need to know that for example, there's an example of something that you wouldn't know if you're not trained on it and you're not, that's what I'm saying. You need to focus on knowing these things. Sure. And then exactly. we can, we can help you. So we also do it, for example, we have a, an AI chatbot service that we also build, but also kind of out of the box, kind of SaaS chatbot, very smart chatbots. But again, you come to the market and you say, I have a chatbot for you. Really? Wow. You know, you're the first one who told me that exists. Um, so you don't come that way. You come and you say something like, will 2x to 4x your conversions or you don't pay a dime. You go in 
with the offer, that's what we're trying to teach most of our members and why, why I said we productize offers for them. When you don't have the experience, you go in and you just say what you have. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's not, it's no good today. It's, it, it, I'm saying it's not, it's the chances of converting with it are very low. Yeah. yeah. Uh, especially if, if you're a young, small agency with no brand. So a lot of working on strong USPs. I would agree with that. And what I love about it is when you're not stuck in the doing, you can go deeper into your USP, your unique selling proposition, right? Because you can focus on things that traditionally you don't have time to get to, right? So if I decide, hey, I only want to work with whatever my differentiator is. I only want to work with businesses in in this city. And that's going to be my differentiator, right? Well, you have more time to get embedded with the city, you know, get into events and programs and meet with people in this. Or maybe you're going to say, you know, we only work in a specific industry. Great. Well, now you can really stay on top of the trends of the industry. You can learn everything about it inside and out. And that's your differentiator. But when you're stuck in the fulfillment side of things, you don't have time to do anything other than put out fires and make sure things are getting done on time. So, again, I love the idea of being the general contractor because it frees you up to be more of a, a CEO, a handshaker, a baby kisser, uh, you know what I mean? To focus on yeah, building that completely. brand that's different from other people, like you said, because that's really what can help you sell. Now, I had a question for you. Do you guys do soup to nuts? Meaning like if I, if I love this model and I find a, a new client and it's a fresh business, right? All right, well, we need to start with branding. Do you guys help with graphic design, logos, things like that, like getting the website set up. Hey, you don't have a Google My Business set up yet. Do you yep. handle all of that stuff for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all productized as separate or you can sell them as bundles. So websites specifically, very hard to productize. So in the system, mm-hmm. we have uh, two website vendors. And when you do a vendor quote for a website, specifically for a website, we have a form, but then you get into a chat that is pretty much like an Upwork. We have an insider platform. It's like a little Upwork kind of conversation with those, uh, with those vendors until you reach the exact thing that you want on the website. And then you can see the quote, mark it up and resell it uh, to, your, uh, to your end client. But yeah, we provide everything from logo to websites. SEO, PPC, all Google Ads uh, types, um, e-commerce websites, chatbots, conversational texting, uh, Facebook advertising. Of course, I don't know how it slipped my mind. Almost, um, I really, I almost everything. I think, and what we don't, we even uh, have um, podcast services. Oh, interesting. <laughs> That's. I, I mean, I'm sure you're getting more and more clients for that every day, right? It, it's new. It's new and it's very high end. So you need to already have a good rapport with your client to sell something like that because it's, it's a heavy, it's, 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 it's a high ticket uh, thing. It's not something that you can sell for $1,500 to start a conversation or 500 a month uh, or 1000 a month. So we'll see. It's starting to take up. It's starting to take up. I think for the right clients, but again, that's exactly where you you have you have to feed people need to be connected and understand the products mm-hmm. seo okay let's say seo on facebook and google uh advertising 
fit a ton of niches and a ton of types of businesses. Podcast? Don't. Now you need to think a little bit as a marketer and say, okay, maybe, you know, this HVAC company is not the right client for a podcast. Maybe somebody else. No, so- but there are great examples. I mean, I've, I've pitched this before and it's, it's great, right? It's like, hey, after X amount of months or at year two, you know, we estimate that you're going to be in a really great position. You're going to be generating um, conversions at a, at a rate that we all agree is fantastic. So where do we go from there? Well, we're going to turn you into a brand expert. And that's going to mean you're going to start your own show. And you're, you know, for like a doctor who works in something specific, exactly. it's a great idea of, hey, let's get you your business running well. You know, everything's going to be... Um, we're going to hit all the, the KPIs along the way. And if we get to that point, let's talk about where we're going to go from there. And I have found that a lot of clients get really excited about that. They're like, yeah, if you can get me to that point where we're converting at X amount, I'll be super thrilled. And wow, now you're going to turn me into this sort of all-star of my industry. I love the idea of starting a podcast. And you're like, yep, here's what it's going to cost to run the show. It's really high-end production, you know, all that kind of stuff. But it's a great way to take a client. A lot of times you'll you'll get a client to a certain point and you're like, well, where do we go from here? We could just tell them to increase their ad spend, I guess. But it is important (laughs) to have places to go beyond that, right? Completely. You nailed it. Um, Exactly. That's exactly the path. And it's because you're an experienced marketer, then you know that. And it goes back to what we're saying all the time. Yeah. Focus on, you know, honing your craft of a marketer. Yeah. Yeah. Knowing your... I won't say it, but no, knowing uh, <laughs> knowing your skill, knowing your skill, and uh, knowing your uh, knowing your vacation, your your job, however you want to call it, mm-hmm. uh, and and that will serve you best in 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 today's landscape. Now, let me ask you a question on the flip side. If I'm listening to this and I'm like, man, you know, I'm trying to do the agency thing we're really great at building websites or we're really great at designing logos or we're really great at running Facebook ads, but we're struggling with all the other stuff, right? We're not great at sales, this or that. Could I say, man, I'd love to just focus on what we do really well and be a supplier. Like, can people apply to join your your network of suppliers? Uh, no, they can apply, but we, 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 we actually have a very curated platform uh, because... We're, we're trying, we don't want to be upwards. We don't mm-hmm. want you to sift through a ton of people. We want you to submit. If, if you ever, you know, if any, anybody listening would go through the platform, you will see that the onboarding flow is very simple. You're not choosing a vendor. Mm-hmm. You're going into selling directly. It's like a CRM that you sell from. Gotcha. We even have a markup for you. You can even sell through our platform and bill your client through our platform with your markup added and we remit the difference to you. So it's more like a procurement and resale platform. And gotcha. we don't, yeah. So, so to, you know, the short answer is uh, no, they can, we don't usually, we add, we change vendors only when we see from our community mm-hmm. uh, that something is wrong with the service. Uh, but other than gotcha. that, we, yeah. And what about, you mentioned that you have, some training that people can go through. Do you guys, how much emphasis do you put on that? If I'm a young agency entrepreneur and I'm like, I love the sound of this and they keep telling me that I need to just focus on my craft. Do you also help people learn the craft? Very much so. 
So for every product that we sell, we have a course. We have an LMS inside the system. And let's say you want to sell SEO, paper rank, mm -hmm. then we provide it with a full course that goes into not how to do SEO. Mm -hmm. It's just like a one-on-one, one hour. Sure. Just so you know a little bit what's going on in SEO. Mm -hmm. But we teach you about uh, how to prospect for it, how to, what goes with it, what's the situations, like you said before, would it fit uh, a, a small business starting up? Um, what could it deliver? Uh, and what's, what's the sales points that you need to deliver on it? And we teach you from a marketing sales perspective how to negotiate a conversation about it. And that's the main thing. And we do it for every product that we have. And in addition, we have two courses for two of our programs, UPN Umbrella Local, which also have agency training that combines everything together. Hmm. Where does, does all those things fit in the sales matrix? Not just paper rank in of itself, not just PPC, not just Facebook advertising, where do they fit together and why? And we dissect it into, I think, something very simple that any marketer should know. That our entire universe is built on things that generate traffic and things that do conversions. And some things do both. Mm -hmm. And once you got it in your head that everything, doesn't matter which app you're going to choose in marketing, which service, they fall into these buckets. Then okay, it starts, you know, we start seeing the matrix. Uh, and the more you go through it, the more intuitive it is when you meet a client and you know where they fit and what they need. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So. No, that's do? great. I mean, like you said, it's, um, it's all, it's not rocket science, but at the same time, you need to understand a couple of things about different industries. When you, you, you know, you could look at somebody, a potential client and just know AdWords is or is not a great idea for that type of business, right? And you got to, you have to learn that kind of stuff because if you don't know it, you just go sell to the wrong type of, the wrong service to the wrong type of business. It's going to be a recipe for disaster. So that's pretty cool. Itamar, what is the, what is the URL for Umbrella? If people are listening to this and they, you know, they're thinking, wow, this is great. I want to learn more. Is uh, it umbrellaus.com? Exactly. Okay. So head over there and they can connect with you guys and learn more. And is there like a free resource center if they wanted to go into the educational side first? We don't have a free resource center, okay. uh, but they can reach out to our team and get all the information that they need. Also book an appointment with our agency growth team. We can talk about exactly their situation and how we can help them. Uh, we found that that's the best. We have, you know, some regular resources on the website. We have our blog. We have, uh, um, we have a podcast as well. We do oh, some nice. posting. That's right. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so, um, so that's the Those are the resources. But I think go through the website, read some blogs, look at the services, see the different things that we do, and then if you're thinking for yourself, okay, is this for me? Or how do I utilize it? Just talk with somebody who knows those things in our company, uh, our team, and they can tell you exactly if what if you tell them what your goal is, and we'll ask. They can tell you if we're a good fit, if we're not, and why, and what you do expect. 
And um, those calls, you know, with, with established agencies, the calls are really easy. Mm-hmm. With newbies, the calls are fun, but sometimes harder because sometimes people have unrealistic expectations about the online marketing uh, world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're not going to become a gazillionaire within 30 days. That's not going to happen. Right. But it is, it's a great gig and it's a great lifestyle business. And you can provide a lot of help to a lot of businesses. Uh, it's a great like- point. I, I mean, if you're a new marketer, a new agency entrepreneur, I love the idea of getting in touch with you just to, just to get a true expectation. It's almost like a reality check, right? Because you guys are going to say, hey, for this product or this bundle of products, here's what you're going to sell it at. And here's how much you're going to make. And that might be a shock, I feel like, to a lot of young age entrepreneurs who are thinking, oh, I'm going to go to the market and sell what I know how to do for this price. And if you're way under the market, you're going to get railroaded. Like that's going to be a really long year until you realize, wow, I really undershot that. And now I'm stuck (laughs) in all these bad agreements that I made. How do I get out of this? So I love the idea of being able to go to an experienced um, supplier of services who can help sort of make sure that you're in the frame of reality, whether you work with them or not. You know what I mean? Completely, completely. I, I think I think it's really important. I do think sometimes people are like, oh, really? So I need to do this and I need to do this. But a lot of times you also get people that, and, and that's exactly why you need to have these conversations that it's, it's a great fit for them. Mm-hmm. They should have done it when they, you know, a long time ago. Yeah. And it's a great... You know, they, they fall exactly where they need to be. Um, and and then they usually join. And uh, it's, well, it's great that you're there to support the whole thing, right? Because a lot of, I, I could remember, you know, finding out what a competitor is charging for something that we offer and they're charging way more. And it's almost like, what? How are they able to do that? What are we doing wrong? What, you know what I mean? And then you can... When you have those types of questions, I'm assuming you guys can help them with the answer. Like, oh, you're positioning it wrong. You're not creating the value. Here's how you need to sell it. And that sounds great to me. All of a sudden, now I can raise it to what it should be. I'm making more margin. I feel more comfortable on the sales conversations. So it's pretty interesting. I really like the model, but it only works if you're working with experienced people that know what they're doing. And uh, it sounds like you guys do. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, it... we should be in that place already. It's been a while. So we are experienced. That's, that's for sure. Uh, do you guys have any industries that you don't want to work with? Or do you guys work across the board? So no, we work across the board because our umbrella focuses, again, the vendors, we're not the fulfills, right? So we have the vendors. Mm-hmm. We focus on making sure small agencies or people who want to build an agency can grow successfully. Mm-hmm. That's what we focus on. And we sometimes get limited by the market, right? So Google or Facebook would not allow you to advertise things that are related to COVID. What can sure. you do? Both uh, are pretty hard. Yeah. You're going to run into some challenges. Yeah, but that's, you know, those are usually the challenges. It's not us coming and saying, no, don't do this. We do, however, go the other way. We do recommend niches. We Got say it. this product, better, you know, better do this. These are the guys that are now suffering and getting sued by uh, because they're not ADA compliance, ADA compliant, and don't have uh, their website compliant. Uh, a lot of issues uh, that goes into different products that we sell, and not issues, challenges that we can solve for businesses. 
So that's we cool. do recommend the right categories for the right, right services. Very cool. Well, Itamar, thanks so much for coming on. It sounds like you guys have something awesome going on over there. I appreciate the time. Thank you, Chase. Thank you for having me. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We will see you in the next one.